This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Well, the conversations just keep coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. We're here weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on AMI-TV Cross Canada. And over on AMI-audio, we kick the show off at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Whatever you get a moment or two, check us out, please. Glad to have you with us. Kelly McDonald here with Ramya Muthan. Let's get into our monthly conversations with Robert Half Canada. We... Um love these because we talk about the latest patterns and trends in employment uh, prospects for job turnover for example are high right now so we got this kind of conversation coming your way and mike french is here he's back because we haven't talked to you in a bit mike how are you i'm great thanks for having me on Lovely to have you on. Um, I'm so curious because every month we talk to you, there's, first of all, a different angle that we cover in terms of employment uh, around Canada, trends and such, and things that you guys find out based on the studies and stats you put together. What's the driving motivator behind why people might change jobs? We're talking turnover. So here's the good thing. The churn we've talked about for the last number of years, the great resignation that really has, I don't say it's come to an end, but it is much lower than it was two years ago. So we're not seeing the churn that we saw in, in prior conversations in prior years, but we still see the number one reason why people are talking about changing roles is money. They are looking for a bigger salary. And you know, we're still paying more every every month. We seem to be paying more for all the things that we buy in the grocery store and our rents are going up and our mortgages are going up. So money still is important. And the other thing now, this is a new one cropping up again. People are now looking for more promotions. They're looking for more advancement. Now, we hadn't seen that for a while. I think companies mm. sort of stopped having that conversation during COVID, nothing to talk about. This number two now, back up there at sort of 32%. People want to be promoted. And you know what? The usual now, better perks and benefits and um, a job with flexibility. That is still showing up there as a sort of one third of the people saying, I want more flexibility. So there's, it's, it's the usual money and promotions showing up as number one and two. I find it interesting, Michael, because it seemed to be through the pandemic. We talked and, and we've talked with you about this, that people did a lot of self-improvement, worked on skills, worked on things or looked around and made themselves more aware. And I think when you're complacent, you're working at a place, you sometimes don't know what else is out there, what other opportunities, what other like jobs you could you can get. I felt like coming out of the pandemic, there was a level of, hey, I know more. I'm armed a little better. I'm a little more confident in myself because I've either taken a course on the side or two or three or 12, or I just know more. Do you think that kind of is what was going on and now as we see it sort of slide back a little bit, be a little more the traditional, I'd like better pay, but I still would like to think about where my best chance to improve is, is now normalizing it, it more. I mean, it's really was a strange field there for a while post-pandemic. Well, Kelly, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a building block. Over the pandemic, yeah. people improved their skills, took some courses, but really did some self-reflection. What are they looking for? Some people were saying, enough of the rat race, I want something different. But now yeah. we're seeing a bit more of the usual money, promotions, and companies now, you know, we, we're, we're, my goodness, it's 2024. Like it's, COVID was four years ago. That's almost half a decade ago. It's like, we talk about turning the clock back. Uh, we've come a long way. And we're back down to a bit more of a, what I would say is a normal traditional 
sort of job search and job market, but we're still hearing a lot of talk about flexibility. Not so much work from home or where I'm going to sit, but what does flexibility look like? And that's mm. always now a big conversation. So what does that mean? So less of the geography of where I sit, but more of what does flexibility mean to me and to my employer? So people want flexibility. A couple of things that are really interesting. We talked about sort of who is looking to make those moves? Who are the most motivated people to, to make those moves? This one surprised me. Coming through uh, HR was very high saying, it's time for a change. Now, these people have been through a lot. They've been through dealing with people with COVID, working on maybe some downsizing, now some hiring, and then back to work, back to the office policy. So they've had a lot of on their plate. They're looking to make a move. And then we have, uh, not surprising, Gen Z's marketing creative people. As the economy starts sort of going through some, maybe some growth again, we're talking about maybe some rates coming down and uh, no recession. Maybe it's going to be a bit more of a sort of very soft landing and take off again. Marketing creative people taking off. And then the cohort of millennials saying, I want to change. They've been working now for three or four years, and it's ready for them to have a promotion. So back to that old promotion time again. That word keeps popping up. Back to promotions. Wow. It's really interesting, Michael, when you look at all that in the circle. And I guess that's kind of the way our world works. Any other factors that are going to convince somebody to say, I'm, I'm out. I want to go to another job. Well, not so you go for a job, but this is what really surprised me. We asked people, what's making you stay in your current job? And ah. this came through. This came through. I love these. So the highest rate was their people are very happy with their current level of flexibility and they don't want to lose it. Number two was they feel fulfilled in their current role. And number three, they feel that they are compensated well for their work. So the three things that you really wanted to hear, we had come through loud and clear in the survey. So a lot of people out there are very happy. I love it. I love that. It's so wonderful when you find that people are in that position because, you know, the old saying, you're lucky if you enjoy your job enough or find that job uh, that you want to stay in. So with all that going on and us going talking so much about cost of living these days, how has that influenced the inflation and what job optimism is there out there, especially with so much, some would say, working against us, making us really fight for ourselves? You know, I, I'm not an economist, but we, we keep hearing of inflation coming down and coming down. I know sometimes fuel is higher, sometimes gas is cheaper, sometimes you go to the grocery store and eggs and tomatoes cost more. But there are a number of things that are driving it, and salary is number one. And what we spend every day, I heard a stat say that people were spending more on their life and less on their savings and their retirement. I know you just had um, Mr. Chin on. It's, that, that's what we're dealing with every single day. People are now struggling with their everyday, but hopefully, hopefully as we see salaries continue to rise a little bit, that that will come to an end. Yeah, awesome. uh, exactly. Like, I'm curious about, because we've talked about this kind of in a general sense, if you have any opinions on industry or I guess uh, trends and facts about the industries and demographics, who is seeing the most turnover? So I don't say have the turnover on that, but what we know mm -hmm. is that we know that the Gen Zs and Millennials, they are right now the most active in the job market. 
Um, but they've also been sort of the newest in the job market. So they're looking for promotions. And then as you go up with the um, Gen Xers and the boomers, you know, boomers are, are on their way out. They're looking for retirement. So it really does follow as cohorts as you expect. Um, the Gen Zs, millennials, Xers, and the boomers are in that order. Okay. And that's not necessarily surprising, right? Based on all the uh, kinds of conversations we've had in the last year or so with you and Robert Half. Yeah, we sort of expect that. You know, there is each demographic has certain characteristics. You know, what Boomer stuck around each employer forever. That was sort of the yeah. maybe they had two two careers or two jobs in their career. I'm a Gen Xer. I've had this is my third place I've I've worked. So I've been here for 22 years. It's been a long time. I'm not looking to make a change, but I doubt you'll see many millennials and Gen Z spend 20 years at one place. And I think we're okay with that. I don't think they want to do that either. They're looking for something different. And employers know that. We're going to see now more employers bringing people on for the skills they have, for projects, for two or three year sort of secondments, and off they go somewhere else. And I think that's going to suit them very, very well, where it wouldn't have suited me. Yeah. It's interesting because, as you say, like the trends as they shift, employers have to shift the the. Um, incentives, I guess, right? Like it used to be, you know, long-term meant this is what you get for retirement or these are the benefits, but the benefits were kind of uh, the package deal that you get by the end of the time that you served with this company. Whereas now we're saying, hey, I want three, four weeks of vacation when I come in here. You know, it's not necessarily about this um, understanding that I'm going to spend 10 years here or 12 years here or 50 years here. I think now we have a bit of a balance beam between I'm looking for some stability, but I want some adventure. Yeah. When you look at and the boomers. And flexibility for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the boomers, they want stability because their parents has stability and it worked for them. Where now we're saying, oh my goodness, I couldn't do that same job for 30 years at the same place with the same people. I want to be able to see the world. I want to do something different. I want my skills to change. So this generation, I mean, really talk about the millennials, or the Xers, they're looking, or the Gen Zers, they're looking for a bit more of adventure mixed mm. in with their career. And you know what, really, we are in a global workplace. You can go anywhere in the world now yep. and do your job. People uh -huh. want you all over. This wasn't available. You know, it wasn't available to me 35 years ago or, or my parents. Yeah. So it's something yeah. new. And, you know, and we all struggle thinking, oh, like, what would I do in that scenario? I think we um, we don't regret the risks we take and the adventures that we had. Sometimes we regret the fact that we we took it easy or, or we took the we took the secure path. Mm -hmm. So you know what? Yes, the yes. world's there for them to do what they want with. But what I appreciate yeah, well, is that we are having so many more transparent conversations about this, right? Like not just you know you with your colleagues, but you go on LinkedIn and people are very. Uh, candid about their side gigs, their contract jobs, you know, their freelance work, it, um, along with what they're doing full time. It's just so known, and you don't necessarily have to hide these things anymore. You can't necessarily hide anything. Well, you think about it. Back in the 20 years, it was called moonlighting. Mm. Now it's just right. called. That's now it's right. just called my career. You see yep. a lot of big companies too, where maybe you will land somewhere for 20 years, but they know that if they don't transfer you overseas or, or a stint in South America or a stint in the U.S. on the West Coast, they know they're going to lose you. Yep. So now big companies are also making sure they have a package for you. If you are going to stay around for 20 years like me, that they have a place to send you so that keep you engaged and keep your skills sharp. My goodness, think of spending somewhere 30 years, but managed to get you to every continent to have a stint there. 
that sounds amazing. Yeah. 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 And, and it really is when you think about what kinds of things are the, what we used to always say, those perks that were there, because I'll say to you, Michael, I think there's so much more open mindedness about whether it's the work from home, work from this location, moving people on if they, if they're willing to, uh, if they want to, or uh, giving someone a job somewhere else in the world to your company. Um, even as much as, I mean, I'd argue that be just before the pandemic, we were just starting to trust and open up to that. But we see a lot of the tech field out there where jobs are turning over. Where are we seeing that the most where this is a lot of layoff, people going places, getting dropped because positions, new positions are being required. So there's that huge change over there. Is that still where we'd say, where we want to say jobs are lost, jobs are being you know created and people are being hired? Is that what we're seeing at the most, would you say, in this new world? Yeah, you know, tech has always been, um, I, I don't say high turnover because there are lots of opportunities for people in tech, but it changes really fast. I don't yeah. think a year ago we even mentioned AI to each other, and in the last six months, it's come up in every time that we've spoken. We now yeah. have companies saying, I'm looking for somebody who has at least some experience in AI. Mm -hmm. Well, that would mean probably someone just graduated who maybe has played with one of these chats or, or like chat GPT and, and figured something out. There was no skill that in this a year ago, unless you're maybe hiring one of these um, people, these programmers from one of the tech universities. But now we're seeing clients saying, I need a, I need a, a very senior admin who's got experience with, you know, at ChatGPT. Well, unfortunately, that didn't exist six months ago. So right. it's somebody who on their own has taken some initiative. So, you know what, when we talk about tech, it changes fast. Companies adopt new tech. They're always moving along. My goodness, Microsoft has something new for us to learn every single <laughs> month, it seems like. Yeah. So they're staying on top of their technology and their training, but there are lots of opportunities. They're one of the first groups who maybe, as we talk about losing, but maybe it's not losing. Maybe it's just changing where they're going That's to spend it. their time. Yeah. And it's a new challenge, new opportunity. I, I don't think uh, I don't think I don't think there is going to be anything negative there. And you know, we talk about sort of the AI and generative AI. It's going to create a lot of great opportunities. It's going to remove probably some lower, very monotonous jobs that right now are hard to fill, but create some outstanding career paths for maybe people who are in school today to be the programmers of these things. So parents shouldn't worry about will there be jobs for my kids in five, 10 years? Will AI take them away? I say they're going to create great careers versus maybe monotonous jobs. Yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. totally Re re Allocating, right? Resources, mm. yeah. human resources. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, sure. it's interesting to see that learning curve switch up, uh, you know, so drastically in terms of new technology as well. And and think it used to be just seniority and priority for people who have done this for so long. And now it's like, hey, who can adopt the fastest? Because we need to move things as they they move around us. Thank you so much, Mike. This is awesome. I love being on with you guys. Thank you. Have a great day. Michael French from Robert Half Canada. You can tune into these employment chats uh, once a month on the show. And we step aside for a moment, folks, but we shall be back to check out what's going on. On the next edition of Now with Dave Brown, we'll tell you a little bit about our show for tomorrow. And hark, are the security alarms picking up human, alien, or animal movement? We'll talk about it after this on our closing moment. We'll be back with more of Kelly and Ramya after this short break.
Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.